Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Top 10 Everything. Welcome back! We are back, and as you hear, there is no intro music today, and um, we're sorry about that. We were at little technical difficulties with that, because as you can see, Dad is on FaceTime today. This is this is big for me, and I do want to apologize to Andrew. This is not, not a, a stab at him in any means, because... I love the intro music. I think it's added something new to our podcast that we've never had before, and I'm a big fan of it, so I miss it. We all love the intro music. Um, So this is kind of a random podcast. This has nothing to do with top 10. This is basically just in honor of the NBA playoffs starting, as this is posted today. So it was just founded, it was just decided yesterday that the Portland Trailblazers um, are the eight seed in the NBA playoffs in the bubble. And now all the seeding is set and games start for us tomorrow. So we are kind of just slipping this one in. We have pre-recorded episodes from Cape Cod. And next episode, hint, hint, we are able to find video for it. We're able to figure that out. So for our next video, if you want to check us out on YouTube, or for our next podcast, if you want to check us out on YouTube, we have that's kind of a little new surprise. I think we're going to be able to integrate video into our podcasts now. So that is going to be coming this Friday. But um, sorry for the lack of posting this past week. There's been, I was camping and there wasn't great reception. But from now on until for the next whatever, I mean, until I can think of, I have no more vacations planned really. And I'm going to be able to upload consistently twice a week like we usually do for the foreseen future. Yeah, so I think our, our fans are going to be excited with the amount of volume that we have coming. And um, to Gav's point, uh, we stumbled a bit uh, with getting the posting out there, but I think you're going to be excited, particularly if you're a sports fan and you love the NBA, you're in for a treat for this one. Yeah, so as we said, this is kind of, we're just slipping this right in between. We have pre-recorded episodes that um, we haven't posted yet. So we've mentioned the episode numbers in there so i think this is technically episode 31 in the order that we're doing it but in the order that's being posted i think it's episode 29 um but that's not important because we still have other episodes that we have to plug in but just because we wanted to fit this one in there because this has been an idea that we've had for a while now so basically what we're doing today we're just going through every single series in the nba playoffs picking a winner how many games that winner is going to take to win and we're going all the way to the championship. And that's all we're doing today. Nothing with top yeah, 10s. We're just predicting the NBA playoffs. Yeah, and I think what's kind of exciting about this is that now we're dealing with facts. All the seeds are determined. We, we know what teams are playing who. And so um, I think that, that there's no bad assumptions. And it, it should be, uh, I, I think, an entertaining podcast, particularly because Gav is really an NBA fan, so his knowledge of all NBA players is certainly better than mine. I come at it from a little bit different view. I I do think the bubble has given me more of an opportunity to see teams on the West Coast that I never used to get to see because the games were on too late for me. So I'm excited. Sorry, you can go. No, I'm excited. That's all I was going to say. I was saying in general, I think this is so cool because there has never been NBA playoffs or any nba that hasn't been during school for me yeah true all in the summer the nba finals is usually what june like 16th and i'm still in school then so the, i'm able to watch all these games i'm staying up all night watching these because i'm just chilling at the house you know what i mean so 
it's really a great situation, especially for teenagers or kids who are NBA fans who usually have other stuff going on at this during the NBA playoffs. So it's it's really a treat. So let me ask you this: Are we going to start in the East or the West? It's up to you. I'm just saying. I'm putting this out there. My my, my predictions are crazy. Like, there's uh, a, that's a Gavin staple. The crazy NBA predictions. There's, um, a, there's a lot of just like well, gut you know feelings in here, and I, and from watching the games, there's a lot of, I guess you can say, hot takes. But I'm I'm really excited because this is something that we can obviously look back on later and see how we did with our predictions. So you know what? I think I know where some of your hot takes are coming from. So we're going to start in the West. Yeah, some of the hot takes are some stuff I've mentioned on the podcast before, I think. In our NBA, um, remember our... Uh, Agreed. Yeah, so in our um, past podcast, Power Rankings for the NBA bubble teams. So do you want to start? So So, you know what? What what I'm thinking is, why don't we say, why don't we start in the West? We'll both pick a team series. And decide who, who who we each have going, and then do you want to even share how many games you think I'll win it? Yes, exactly. And the way I have it, it goes from top to bottom: Lakers, Trailblazers, Rockets, OKC, Denver, Utah, and Clippers, uh, Mavericks. Is that how it looks like for you? Yeah, I, I have the same thing. Okay, so do you want to start at the very top? Yeah, you, why don't you lead us off, bud? Um, I have made this very known to you. I'm coming out firing, and I think we are going to have an upset in the very first round. Oh, boy. Um, I have Portland winning the Lakers in six, beating Lakers in six. God, that is such a bold move. Um, tell us and why. This is, obviously, why, why do you- this is a lot of, like, probably hopping on the Trailblazers bandwagon right now. But I was just so incredibly impressed with them in the bubble. So incredibly impressed. Other than... I don't know, you could say the Suns, but they were the hottest team, hottest playoff team in the bubble right now, by far. That's not debatable. And, the, and Yeah. I don't know, yeah. obviously there's... I, I would agree with that. Yep. There's Dame. Uh, I, I was just, just going to say, yeah, Dame and Lillard is the real deal. Yep. Okay, so there's Dame. I don't really think I have to talk about that. But it's really, the thing that's been most impressive to me is their ability to finish close games. Literally, that's one of the most crucial things in the NBA. One of the most crucial things is how you finish games. Those last four minutes, how you're able to, if you're able to win. And the Trailblazers have proved night in and night out through the bubble that they're able to do that. Because you can you can be the worst team for 45 minutes of the game, and those last three minutes are the only three minutes that matter. And they've proved that they can. They are they are probably arguably the best team right now at finishing games. And what's really impressed me, especially last night. And um, or the other night with the Grizzlies, and that it does not have to be Damian Lillard. It can be C.J. McCollum, and it's been Carmelo Anthony with the big shots, and Yusuf Nurkic. And I just think with how bad the Lakers have been, they've the worst field goal percentage shooting team in the entire bubble, and it really looks like they're coasting like crazy. And I don't know if that's going to come back to bite them, but how cold the Lakers are right now is why I think that Portland is so hot, and it's kind of like the worst possible matchup for the Lakers. And this is kind of the only matchup for the Lakers I think that really, other than maybe the Clippers or something like that, it, it, they'd lose. Because this is literally the hottest team in basketball against the coldest team in basketball. If that, you know what I mean? It's it's literally how it is. And that's my yeah, so it. to, Yeah, so I, I, I like, I love your conviction in the Blazers. And I do, uh, Nurkic, I think, might be my new favorite player right now in the NBA. 
Uh, I, I never got to see this guy play much during the regular season. You told me about him. I kept thinking that his name was Kristich, who was the guy that used to be on the Celtics bench that got traded. Ante Zizic. Ante Zizic. Yeah. Zizic. Yeah. I thought it was him, and it's not. Um, Nurkic is the real deal. But um, Do you hear his grandmother pass away before this. the last game? I did hear that. Yeah. Okay. I did hear that. And uh, he was kind of emotional, and he was still able to show up and play. Yeah. You had like um, 20 points, 21 the, rebounds. Read- ridiculous. Yeah, so let me read a couple text messages because when this game, they just played the Grizzlies to go into the finals. Or mm-hmm. to go, I'm sorry, to go into the playoffs against the Lakers. And Gav's reception with Wi-Fi was bad. So just to give the, the fans a little bit of a tidbit of, to Gav's point about finishing games. 8.50 left in the game. The Grizzlies were up three. Then they were up three with 7.20 left. Then they were up five with five minutes to play. Grizzlies are up. Then they're up two with four minutes to play, up three with three minutes to play, and then all of a sudden the Blazers came on fire. McCollum hits a three. McCollum hit again. Nurkic got an and one. And then all of a sudden the Blazers were up three with two minutes and 17 seconds left, and they never looked back. So for a team to be down and have the confidence that they can come out and win, I thought was impressive. Now, I will say, I do disagree with your pick. I do have the Lakers beating the Blazers. I think it's going to go five games. Because five games, okay. Yeah, I'm saying five games because I do think as bad as the Lakers may have looked, and I do agree with you that they were cold, um, the Lakers had nothing for. Wait, what was uh, that? Sorry, arguing. sorry. can you repeat that? Yeah, the Lakers had nothing to play for in the oh. bubble. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know. I just think it's hard to flip a switch like that. And if anyone can do it, it's LeBron, but I don't know. Yeah, and, and I guess that's where I'm going, right? I think LeBron and AD are the type of guys that have proven that they can flip the switch. And I think they're going to just be too much and too big for the Blazers to handle. Yeah, so you, well, I, I, I disagree with the too big factor. The Portland actually has a big team with three really, really good starting centers. It's more the wings. Like, they have to ha- find someone to cover LeBron. Well, th- that's kind of where I'm but, going. But at right? the same I mean, time, you, you can reverse that and say they have the Lakers, other than Danny Green, have no defending guards, especially with Avery Bradling gone. They have arguably, this is a horrific matchup for the Lakers and kind of the Trailblazers because the Trailblazers are bad at defending wings. And the Lakers are bad at defending guards. So it's kind of like which kryptonite is going to show more in the series, I think. Yeah, and I, just, it, it, I do think Portland has think, the advantage with the big men, though. Yeah, I do think that you're right that this is where Avery Bradley not being with the Lakers is going to be exposed, maybe greater in this series than any other series. Now, would Avery Bradley contain Damon Lord? The answer is no. But would he make life difficult? I'd say the answer is yes. He'd do it a lot better than Alex Caruso can. You know what I mean? It's just stuff like, like, compared to the next man up. It's a big, big plus. But I I do think that the the recipe to beat the Blazers is evident in how some of the latter teams in the bubble played them, which is basically you double Damon Lillard. And you make other guys beat you. But that's you. what I'm trying to say. That's why I was so impressed because the last two games against the Nets and the Grizzlies, Dame was the one kicking it out to people, and CJ and um, Nurkic and Melo were all hitting their shots and able to win games when he was getting double covered. So that's why I was so impressed because he was getting double covered by these people and, and they were still able to win. Yep. They, they, and and, and I would agree. Up. I, I guess the difference, though, is 
again, pick two Laker guys and put them on Damon Lillard, and who knows who it would be. But they say, all right, Nurkic is going to get swallowed up by AD. So to think that Nurkic is going to be able to beat him on a pass-off situation is probably slim. Then you say, all right, who does LeBron guard? Does LeBron guard C.J. McCollum or does he guard Carmelo Anthony? But ultimately, whoever he doesn't guard, that guy needs to be hot. And if you watch the last game, Carmelo was cold until he hit that last three-pointer that basically iced the game for the Grizzlies. And I just think that the Blazers just don't have enough firepower to get over the, the Lakers. All right. So I guess we'll move on to the next one. That's it's kind of a good one to start with. Yep. You know what I mean? So um you got I got Portland in six, you got um Lakers, Lakers in, five. in five. I could definitely see that going to seven too. It could. Um, I would agree. I, that that could be a really really fun series to start things off. Um, I'm also going to go right here, Houston OKC. I think this is going to be another great series. Um, I I love 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 this Oklahoma City team. Paul George is playing amazing basketball as of late, and uh, not as agree. of late as of the whole season actually. And yep. I think I think this is going to be a really close matchup. I think it's going to be a coin flip, but I have Houston in seven. This is going to this is a six or seven game series. 100%. So I, so I agree with you. I think that OKC to me has the, the unique makeup of veteran and young leadership all mixed in together. And um, I do think that ultimately the Rockets are too much. And I do think that the Rockets win in six games is my prediction. Six? Okay. Yeah, yeah I think the, the firepower is definitely there for the Rockets. But I just I think this is going to be a really fun series. But I do think the Rockets will outweigh weigh the Thunder, but I definitely see a world where OKC can pull off this upset and shock the world. Boom. Yeah, to, to your point, I mean, I, I have OKC winning a couple games. Mm-hmm, right. So, yeah. I, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be another again another fun one to watch. Especially there was the injury with um R- Russell Westbrook too. Didn't he have like an MCL sprain or something? Oh, see, I missed that. I don't, I don't remember. If he did, what I didn't know. About I, I don't know. I, I might be, but there was some kind of in, in, injury to Russell Westbrook. I think he's okay. It's nothing. It was just um, temporary, but I did hear something about that. Yep. Um, also, I don't know if you heard this. CJ McCollum has a broken lower back. Oh, I did not hear that. And, th- and that happened like a week ago. He's been playing through this and had that crazy game last night with that. So that happened like a week and a half ago. This happened before the Nets game. He's had this. Yikes. And he's, he's, and he's been playing through it. And he's still been playing great, which I think is really funny. <laughs> that, that's impressive. So it's just like a fractured thing. But, um. Yeah, so we both I have we both have Houston moving on. Yep. Next is Denver and Utah. Um, I also think this could be a good series. I just don't think um, I think it's gonna be Denver making it out of that series, and I have Denver in five. Um, I also I wouldn't be shocked if this season if this series goes to six or seven and Utah puts up a fight, but I don't see a world where Utah is actually able to. Get win like win out. I just think Denver has too much star power in the way they've been playing lately with Slim Jokic. But um, I do think this could be competitive. But I I, I just I I just see Denver winning in five. That's just my view. On that. Yeah, and to be honest, I'm on the same boat, Gav. I I have uh the Nuggets winning in six. Um, basically for a lot of the similar reasons. I think Jokic is just too much, and this is a series that I'm actually excited to watch for the fact that I haven't seen enough Jokic games. I've seen one in the bubble, and I want to see more of him. And 
I do think that his commitment in the bubble is going to propel them um, to easily take care of the Jazz. I think the Jazz is going to win some games, and that's why I do have it going to six, but they just don't have enough firepower. All right, and then we have the last first-round matchup in the West. We have the Clippers and Dallas. Um, oh, I think this is just the Clippers. I think the Clippers are the best team in basketball right now. Uh, I also think that it's – I have Clippers in five. I, I think it could be a sweep, honestly. I think it definitely could be a sweep. A lot of people um, a lot of people think that Dallas are, might be able to make pull, pull out an upset, but I don't. I think it's going to be pr- fairly easy work for the Clippers, and it's either going to be a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. I have Lakers or Clipper, sorry, winning in five games against Dallas. So similar to you, there's if there's one guy that I am loving more and more, and I would get as a non-Celtic basketball jersey, it might be Luka Doncic. I, I love him. Um, I do think, again, he's so young, and Kawhi's proven that he can win big games, and he's got Paul George as a wingman who's just so tough to beat. I, I'm just so impressed with Paul George's athleticism after that severe leg injury he had. Um, but I do think the Mavs are going to push this to six games. Okay, but yeah, the so Clippers dip- ultimately are just too good. A little differing there. So do you have every series so far going to six games except the um, Lakers series? That is correct. If I'm mistaken. Okay. Uh, uh, I think I, uh, actually, I actually didn't make notes on it. I'm just kind of going as oh. I, I I made some notes on my phone, so I'm going back and forth. Yep. Um, Trying to see what I said for Rockets Thunder. Did I think I you said this? Rockets in six. I think I said six. For yeah. I have Portland yeah, in six, Rockets right. in seven, Denver in five, Clippers in five. So do you want to go to the East now yeah. or finish out the West? No, I think let's go to the East. All right. right? Or, or actually, well, you, you tell me. I, well, I, don't yeah, really I agree. Let's go to the East. Yeah, let's build it up as we go along. Um, First, I have, there's Milwaukee and Orlando. I think this is a sweep for Milwaukee, and I think that's pretty unanimous among everyone. Yeah. I mean, I last say, year, I, wasn't that, that Orlando won that first, the game one, and everyone was going crazy? I, yeah, I remember I, I was down in Florida, and that happened. But I think, it's, it, it's, it's I have Milwaukee in four, but it, it could be five. I don't know if they happen to steal a game, but Milwaukee's all over this one. Yeah, I think that this is just a matter of – there's not going to be much disagreement, I think, with this or the Raptors for us. Um, I think that the, the Bucks take the Magic in four. I think it's a clean sweep. All right, now we got Indy and Miami. Um, this, is, I think, is going to be another great, great, great series. A lot of great players. Um, I have Miami winning in six, but I definitely think this could go to seven as well with Indiana. Um, I think Miami's going to come away with it, but I think this is going to be a real – like probably – like my my the series I'm most excited to watch are probably top four Lakers Portland Houston OKC, um Indy and my and Miami are probably my top three and then there's the Celtics too but I think Indy and Miami are gonna be one of the best first round series so I think that's definitely gonna be one to watch but I think Miami and six. Uh, you know, ring the bell because you and I are both saying Miami. I am also agreeing with that. Um. I think that the Pacers just don't have enough, and I kind of like in the lower seed here because Miami's that kind of scary team, and I think Jimmy Butler is just on a mission. Um, I think he's trying to prove that You'll he's see that a, come up later. As a- yeah, he, he's a bona fide superstar. He's going to cause problems. 
and he and I think he likes the challenge of taking a Heat team that everyone has zero expectations on and proving that they're better than that. Yeah. All right, so we're now going to Boston, Philly. Yeah, Boston, Philly, or Raptors, Nets. Where do you want to go first? Yeah, let's do Boston, Philly here. Um, All right. I have this as cakewalk. I think it's going to be Boston in five, in maybe four, similar to the um, uh, what's it called? Like the Mavericks, um, Dallas series. I think it's going to be like a sweep or a gentleman sweep. So I think I have Boston in five. I just the the way Philly has been playing and how. Like the the team chemistry there is just it's just it's just not working, and they have to figure some stuff out now with Ben Simmons out. It's 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 funny because there might be as whatever the um Bill Simmons things out um the E wing effect. Yeah, it might be a little he beneficial. It might be a little beneficial for the um Seventy Sixers because Embiid and Simmons have both played better when the other has not been healthy. So maybe this could be a boost for them. But I just I just. I think Boston's by far the better team, and this is not me being a homer. I'm just I'm really low on Philly after what I've seen in the bubble so far, and I was kind of ho- having high hopes for them, as you can hear in my power ranking video. But I, I wasn't impressed with what I saw. So I, I love that you just brought the Ewing theory. And for those that don't remember, this is going back to a uh, Bill Simmons who writes for uh, the Ringer, and um, he went to a phenomenal college. He went to just a great, great college. Really, really smart guy. But he basically was talking about how when in the 90s, when the Knicks lost Patrick Ewing, everyone thought that they were going to stink and as a team just play awful. But the team actually had a better record without Ewing, who was their bona fide superstar, than they did with him. And I do see that that's going to happen with the 76ers because Embiid likes the challenge. And I think secretly, whether people admit it or not, this is the last year you'll ever see Embiid and Simmons together. I think the team gets blown up after the season. And I think Embiid is going to try and show folks that he's the guy that should stay and Simmons should be the one that gets traded. And I, for that reason, I see this game going six games. It's going to be where the Sixers are steal a couple games that they probably shouldn't. But because Embiid is on a mission, he's going to will them to victory in a couple games that the Celtics really probably should finish this in four. It should be a sweep. Um, but I think it's going to be entertaining. There's going to be some nostalgia thinking about Dr. J and Larry back in the day. But um, the Celtics yeah. judge is too deep. They're too good. Their chemistry is just, is what a team should be, not what the 76ers have. And it's going to be uh, exposed for the 76ers. All right. I have um, – All right. Yeah, I have Boston five. Raptors, Nets. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Said, you said five. Yeah. yeah. Um, Raptors Nets, I think is going to be easy work for the Raptors. They've been playing the second probably hottest team in the bubble behind the Suns. I, I didn't mention that earlier, actually, with the Trailblazers, but I think they wouldn't want seven and one losing one game. I think they're going to, this is a sweep, not a gentleman's sweep. I think Toronto is going to beat Brooklyn in four. Yeah. Uh, you think it's Brooklyn in four? No, they're going to beat Brooklyn in four. Oh, oh uh, yeah. I, I, I had this, this is the only, the only sweeps I had were the Bucks and the Raptors. So I agree with you. I think the Raptors are going to roll. I think Siakam is going to excel at um, accepting the challenge of, of people saying, oh, you know, the Raptors are nothing without um, Kawhi. And um, I just think between him and Lowry, um, they, they, they're just, again, losing Leonard is a big deal. I don't want to discount that. But when you think that he's the only person they lost, 
and the nucleus of this team and the chip on the shoulder that they have to play well, I think the Raptors are going to be a tough matchup for any team, and I think they're just going to roll on the nets. All right, so do you want to move back to the Western Conference semifinals? Let's do it. All right, so the first series for me, I have Portland and Houston here. Um, and in this series, I have Portland winning in seven. Wow. Yeah, I think this is going to be another. If if this if this happens, I think this is probably. It's it, they're literally they're very very similar teams with each other, where they're both of their stars are their are their guards, right? And yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: Who from the Rockets is going to guard Damon? Um, probably probably Russell Westbrook. It's Westbrook, right? I, I was thinking that too. Yeah, it's got to be. And you probably have what Harden guarding McCollum or not? Yep, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, the one thing. Did you see Damon hit that three pointer that was just beyond the logo at half yeah. court? I like how you said Damian. Damian. Don't forget the eye. It's a little <laughs> Damon. Matt Damon. Damian. Yeah, but my uh, my pronunciation might be off. It's fine. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just uh, yeah. I, I won, you know, we, this is the, this is probably the, we disagree on the most. Um, but I love, the, don't get me wrong. I love the Blazers. I just can't imagine them one being the Lakers and then two getting over the Rockets. Yeah. I might be, um, hopping a little bit too much on the bandwagon here, but I just, if you look at the individual matchups, I just like them against Houston. I think, um, like obviously it's like the guard on guard matchup. And I think that the, the thing is beneficial for Portland cause I have those guards. They can run those small ball lineups with Houston. You know yeah, I mean? they can. And I think but yeah, then well, they can also fair. slow it down because they have those big men. So I feel like they can play fast and they can play th- slow depending on what they need to do. If they want to kind of control the place, pace and play slow and bring their centers out there, if they got a lead and if they're trying to run with the Rockets, they can also just have their guards out there. So I think it's um, I think it's a tough matchup for the Rockets, to be honest. And I think um, it, that would be a great matchup if we end up seeing and I have Portland in seven. You, you, well, you know what would make me feel better about the Blazers and make me a little bit more bullish on their their propensity to win is if Whiteside was like what he used to be with the Heat. Do you remember how good he was with the Heat? And yeah, now I feel like he's just he's either good or he's awful. He had a really he, good game a couple nights ago. I think it was against Brooklyn. Yeah, but um, uh, he um, I, he, I think he has some effort issues. To be honest, he's not the most dedicated guy. I think, he I got, can't I think he, got, him out. he got his money, and I think he kind of took the gas pedal off. But it's just he's literally if he well, Whiteside's your backup center, and arguably maybe even third rotational center behind Zach Collins and Yusuf Nurkic. I think you're doing all right. It's, yeah, it's more mean, if you have to rely on him to be a starter. But he he he's what the blocks leader, and he's like top five in rebounds. So I think that if you have him coming off your bench, that is dangerous. No, I, I would agree, and I, I think the Blazers lineup gets compelling when you have Whiteside and Nurkic playing at the same time, which they've done a, a few times. I think the, the weird thing is sometimes Whiteside gets the ball in the post, and he like literally throws the ball at the net when he's trying to make a finesse. He's like, not a good. Shot. He's not a good scorer. No, he's not. Um, but uh, you know, going back to those years with the Heat. I thought that he was able to score, and I feel like he was an automatic double double every single time he wanted to be. And yeah. um, I don't know. I just think if he was better, I I think I could make more of a case. But I I literally but I'm just saying that's the thing. They don't need him to be that good. Like they don't. If for him being a backup center, it's literally like they don't need. 
Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. Would be, he, it was just it's just kind of an added spark bulb and give him rebounds because tra- Trailblazers have been out re- rebounding everyone lately. No, I I get what you're saying, but but I guess where I'm going is if you think that the Blazers can beat the Lakers and then beat the Rockets, they need someone to help them. And I'm just saying that relying on Nurkic, McCollum, and Lillard is not going to get you to the Western Conference Finals. But, but, but it, you, it, it it did last year. They got to the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah, no, I I I, and I, I, get I don't that. I don't get I like just, what do you mean like now compared to Houston? What they have Harden no, and Westbrook. Well, you're also not facing LeBron and AD in the first round. Like, I think this is a different. Last year was last year. This they got a much harder hill to climb than they okay, did last year. I understand year, I that. Yeah, I understand. Yep. So I, I don't know. I, I I love you again. I love a hot take, and I love your love for the Blazers. I just think it's a tough matchup. I, so I have. Lakers versus the Rockets mm-hmm. in my bracket, obviously, and I have the Lakers winning. And um, again, I, I, a large part of this is that we, we talked about this on an earlier webcast or a podcast. I just think LeBron is going to be so laser focused because this is his this is his defining moment of his career for him to be potentially compared to Michael Jordan. By winning a championship with three different teams. No one has ever done that. And I think that is such a motivating factor for him that he is going to come out with a mission to be like, listen, it's NBA finals or bust. And I think he's going to win that every year, though. He's always motivated. If no, he felt like that, he'd, year, have, he'd have 12 championships by now. If that no, was like, no, last year he wasn't. That's different because it was last year because he wouldn't yeah, even he, make the playoffs. I'm trying to say in general, LeBron would have 12 championships if, if, if you're saying that. Like, like it, he he's like this every year. This isn't, you, you, you keep making it sound like LeBron was never getting up for the playoffs. Now all of a sudden he has this crazy motivation. LeBron is as motivated as he was five years ago. There's no difference, I don't think, on LeBron's head. I don't know why you're making no, this sound like you've been making the storyline that you think he's going to be extra motivated this year. I just think he's as motivated as he can be every year. So well, I don't know. Look, 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 let me add to the storyline though, right? He, LeBron is what thirty five years you, old. You've mentioned this. This could be his last year winning NBA Finals. This is just we, you've you talked about this in other podcast. We've I've heard, we've heard this. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm going to say it again though because I do think this is his last good chance to win an NBA. Okay, but even if you see that, you're trying to tell me he's more motivated this year than he was three years ago. I just don't see that being the case with LeBron no, James. No, but no, but the, the the yeah, the motivation has changed because this is a way for him to cement his legacy as an all time greatest player. But, but he could have won six championships and cemented his legacy. Every time he's in the playoffs, yeah, he could cement his legacy. He's not. He's not. He's not extra motivated this year. He's just as motivated no. in that in those series with the Warriors and with with the Heat back in 2011 losing to the Mavericks. I just don't think that for some reason he's this now all of a sudden he's like, oh, I really need to win one, so I'm going to win one. But before I was like, oh, I'm, I have plenty of years left. I can just well, take y- some yeah, slack I, off I, this year. Well, I, I guess my point is he hasn't won six championships. Right, that's so what I'm trying to say. So for him to so write I, his own story. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so so the, mo- the no no, hold on. Before you say whatever, listen to this for a second. The motivation is different now because of the fact that he hasn't won six championships and he's on his third different team and he can do something that nobody has ever done before. Right? There's there's not many times in 
a superstar's career that they can check off a box that no one else has done. And and he also realizes that I'm never going to get a three-month break mid-season to rest up and be super healthy to make a playoff push like he's doing now. So I do think that this is a different year for them. And he realizes that if he's going to win a championship with a third team, this is his best year to do it. Okay, that's fair. I agree with you. If the Lakers beat the Blazers, I think they're beating Houston. But I'm just saying, I don't think they're... So if, I think it's a great test for the Lakers playing Portland in the first round because it'll definitely get them warmed up. Yeah, I mean they can't. They can't like this is not a normal one one seed eight seed matchup where it's just a a walk through to get you warmed up for the next season. If they're able to get past the Blazers, I think that they're going to be ready to play. But I just don't think I don't think they're going to be up for it. I'm honestly, I just I just don't I just don't I I don't know whatever. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be honestly I, I'm more intrigued with the West Western Conference matchups than I am the East. I'm more excited for the West than I am the East. All right. All right, so what are we doing now? Rockets Thunder? That was first round. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Lakers Rockets. I just started talking about this. I have the Lakers winning. So now we're going Nuggets Clippers. We both have Nuggets this, Clippers. I think we both know who's going to win this. I have the Clippers in five. Yeah, I have Clippers in five as well. I, I think that this is. Um, a check the box activity for Paul George and uh, Kawhi. I don't know if it is check the box. Denver's really, really good. I just think Clippers are. I don't. Ooh, check the box activity. I don't think is given enough credit to Denver. I think Denver's a really good team. I just well, think that. I don't think anyone's gonna be able to guard yeah, those wings for on on Portland. I mean, Will Barton maybe. I don't know if he comes back healthy, but I don't know. I just. Yeah, I just yeah if you if if you thought more about. Um, the Nuggets, then you could say that this game, this is going to go six or seven games. The right, fact but that I you're did, only going to that. That doesn't mean it's a check the box activity. I don't know. I mean, well, I'm does, just saying I can, it, I could it, see this series going to six or seven, but I have them winning in five. I think it's it's it's, yeah, it's, I, it's compared to the when I was saying it's going to be a sweep or a gentleman sweep. I think this is more. It's going to be five games, but it also could be six seven. Is the way I look at this. If that makes okay. Sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think the. The Clippers are going to be done first out of all the Western Conference and waiting to see who they play. All right, so back over to East. Let's go to the East. Where do you want to start, bud? Well, we both have Milwaukee and Heat. Yep. And you know I've said this before. I've said the Heat are the honest killer. I got Bucks and six. I I have Heat and six. Wow. I can't believe that you think Giannis is going to be contained. I've told you that. The, the heat of the Giannis killer. And I've been saying that. And I said, I think for playing them in the second round is going to be tough for, for the um, Bucks. I'm, 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 I've never been high on the Bucks as an NBA fan. I know that's kind of weird to say because they're they are all much, much better team than they were last year. And I don't think no, no, a lot of people understand that they're playing a lot better basketball. But I just, um, mm, I don't know. I I and I, and I do like the, the rationale you saved, you shared on the last podcast was about how the Heat do a nice job of clogging up the lanes in the middle of the paint, mm-hmm. which is, again, that that's Giannis's game. Giannis is a, a drive, put his head down and drive to the right. Having Jimmy Butler to guard Chris Middleton and then having Bam Adebayo to guard Giannis is just dangerous. Because um, I do... Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, and I do think... This is going to be something that is going to give Giannis and the, the Bucks some confidence in to say, 
hey, we, we've just beaten a tough team and we've gotten to the finals, or I should say the Eastern Conference finals, um, which is going to make them a, a, a great, uh, compelling matchup for in the future. But I, I, I just don't. I, I love the I love the conspiracy theories. Like I love the dark horse picks. I just don't see it happen. I, I have the Bucks. All right, that's fair. All right, so then we both have Raptor Celts. Yep. Um, for this series, I have the Celtics coming on top in seven games. I have Celts in six. This is another coin flip for me. I think this could go either way. Raptor Celtics. I, I I I'd love to see this matchup if it plays through this way. And I, if, and. Everything points to saying it will, unless the 76ers pull off some crazy stunt with Joel Embiid, or there's no chance the Nets are winning. But it, I just, I, I'm if we get to see this matchup again, I've, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I, I just think, um, in my eyes, the the Celtics, and I saw this a little bit in the bubble. Um, they were really managing Kemba's minutes. No so minutes restriction anymore. They took that off. Yep, no, I, I get that. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that in the bubble, you weren't really getting a full appreciation of what the Celtics are going to be like now that the, the, the playoffs are going to start. Yep. And I I think that knowing that Kemba is is going to be able to be taken off the reins, um, seeing how they incorporated some of the guys that you probably haven't, you know, if you're not a Celtics fan, you probably haven't seen Time Lord play a lot. You haven't probably seen Semi Ojale play a lot. And these are guys that I think are going to be able to fill in spots that are going to give other teams um, some challenges because of the athleticism and the hustle. And Marcus Smart's an X factor. Gordo, I think, was playing some of the best basketball I've seen him play all season. And uh, Jalen and Tatum was streaky. That J- Jalen, I was very happy with the way he played. Tatum was streaky. You I know me. I'm the, the, haircut, I'm the, I'm the game is... biggest Tatum hater in all Celtics fandom. The biggest Tatum hater. Which is unfortunate because I, I I do love Tatum, and I think he's improved so much more than he was last year um, just in the way he's playing team ball. Um, I, I just – I'm very bullish on the Celtics um, getting to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, finals. I think this is going to be a great matchup. I am um, – I do think, though, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just very critical of Tatum. That's not me hating, but every every time I see every time I see Tatum miss a shot, I'm like, oh, he forced it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I do um, I think this is gonna be another great series. I understand why you think Boston in six, but I think this is gonna go to seven. I um, but I do like Boston, like you said, as being a fan. All right. Western Conference Finals. Here we go. Um, I have Portland, LA. Portland versus Clippers. For you, it's Blazers, Clippers. Yep. Uh, I have another Western Conference exit for the Trailblazers. I think this is going to be easy work for them. Clippers in five, maybe a sweep because there is no one on that Blazers team that can guard Paul, Paul George and Kawhi. There's no one. And an alternative to the Lakers series, they have people that can guard Damon CJ with Pat Beverly, and they have a better guards. So I just think. There is no world, I think, where the Portland Trailblazers get out of this. So I'm, I, I, I don't want you to think I'm like delusional for having the Blazers going this far. I, I, I know that this, this is an awful matchup for the Blazers, and if they end up playing the Clippers, there's no way they're getting past it. So I have Clippers and Clippers and five, maybe four. All right, you there? I and I, I, I do need. 
I do need to say that I do love how deep you had the blade, uh, the Blazers going. Like, th- th- I do love, I do love a dark horse pick. I think it's fun. Um, I did have the Lakers and the Clippers going at it, which is probably the most traditional Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I, I think ninety nine percent of the people that are making making predictions have this. Although ninety nine percent of the people I think are also picking the Clippers, and I am not. Uh, as I said before, I think it's LeBron's year. And so I have the Lakers beating the Clippers in seven games. All right. Okay. All right. Um, so let's go to the East. The East. I got Celtics Raptors, and you have nope. You have Celtics. Celtics you have Celtics Bucks. Uh, Heat. You have Celtics Bucks. I have I'm Celtics sorry, Heat. Celtics Bucks. Um. Yeah. I have. Um, you have Celtics Heat. I have Celtics in um six here. I have the Celtics going to the finals. I love that you do. And God, I, I, I don't want think to live this in that world. And I don't think this is really a homer pick. I think, I don't know, I, I've thought about this logically and, and the way that the matchups went through series to series. I mean, if Milwaukee plays Boston, Giannis has absolutely been tearing up the Celtics. He's an awful matchup. I think that, I think if if it was your matchup, I think the Bucks are getting into the finals. That's fair. But um, I, th- I think the Celtics are a good matchup for the Heat, and I think the Heat are a tough matchup for the Bucks. So if that makes sense, I just think that, you know what I mean? Like, w- the, the Bucks are... Celtics beat Heat. Yeah. I think the Cel- so Celtics are a tough it. matchup for the Heat, and I think the Heat are a tough matchup for the Bucks. But I think the Celtics do not match up well against the Bucks. And Giannis eats the Celtics, like, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner whenever they play. So l- let me ask you this. Because I'm curious to hear who you think on this. Who from the Celtics is going to... What was that? I said, who from the Celtics do you think is going to guard Jimmy Butler? Um, I'd probably say Jalen. I think it's Jalen, too. I think he's... I think Jalen's a better defender than Tatum. You know Tatum Soller? Mm-hmm. And I think more physically... Height-wise, it's probably, you know... Losing anything to Butler height wise, so it's not like Butler can shoot over him. Mm-hmm. Butler's um, physical, and I think Jalen is too, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that would if that or maybe or happens, maybe honestly, 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 it's probably it'd probably be Marcus Smart too. Yeah, that's true. I think they'd that's put a actually, lot of Marcus Smart on, on. They may. On that. They may do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they may put multiple people on. He can guess them. Yeah. But the the biggest issue for the um the, um, so, the Heat too that are good they have a lot of good perimeter shooters young guys like Tyler Hero, um Duncan Robinson they have some really 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 good sharp shooting guys who Jimmy Butler have been working with all year to get them comfortable to take big time shots you know what I mean like he's like very um big on letting them take game winners if that makes sense you know what I mean trying to get them yep. ready for these scenarios so he's like he's very generous giving up the ball but I also think that Jimmy Butler when he needs to is going to take the ball for himself, but I think that he's been working with these guys all year to get them ready to make these big shots, and I think that um, this is... I just really, really like this Heat team, and I've been saying this for a long time, but I um, I just... Obviously, I like the Celtics team, too, and I have them in six, but now you can talk. Sorry. No, I think it's fair, and I think that the thing that the Heat have going for them... So, again, on the East side view, I like you have the Heat as a dark horse. Um, Spolster has been there before, so he's a coach that's not going to be... Uh, intimidated by the spotlight. He's managed big names and big personalities, so I think he's going to have the team respond to him if they need his expertise, uh, if the Heat make it. So I, I think th- that would be a fun series to watch. 
in my bracket, I and this is kind of echoing your early sentiments, Gav. Um, I have Bucks Celts, and I just think the Bucks beat up. Uh, I think it goes five games. Wow! As okay. much as, I, I, and I think it's for everything you said. As I as I look at the Celtics, uh, Marcus is too short. Uh, Jalen is too short. Tatum is not physical enough. I don't know who guards Giannis, and it's going to be one of those things where it's it's going to be on the perimeter. It's going to be say, and for I think Jalen's the better matchup out of the gate. I think it's going to be Jalen guarding Giannis, and then it's going to be Tice uh, coming to double when he enters the paint. Is, is Jalen on Giannis is tough, Dad? He's like six six, and Giannis is six eleven. No, I, I agree with you, but I just think that Tatum is too wiry. Like he doesn't have enough meat on his bones, and I think he's going to get eaten up. Yeah, I, I just don't think you can have Jalen. I mean, you might be right. I don't know. I think then you bring in the, the Giannis stopper Semi Ojale in for a couple minutes too. They did like they like to do that. A lot. Yeah, but um, Semi's Semi's got much a lot more size in mm-hmm. in physicality, height. I think Giannis can just shoot over him at will. Which yeah, is but he's not really a big shooter, so that, there's that too. But yeah, you might be right. All right, so you have Celtics and I mean Bucks and five. Bucks and five. All right, so our final. So I have Bucks yeah. Lakers, and you have Clippers Celtics. Celtics. Um, Clippers Celtics. Uh-huh. So you go first, bud. Um, I've said this for a while. I think the Clippers and Celtics are very, very similar teams. Like I think that they're kind of like a they're like a mini Celtics team. I mean the clip the the Celtics are like a mini Clippers team like with Paul George with as Tatum, Kawhi as Jalen Brown. There's a lot of like stat stuff. Pat Beverly as uh, Marcus Smart. There's a lot of comparisons you can make. Um, I think this would be a really really fun series to watch, and this is one I'd love to see. Like these are Clippers Celtics. They had some great games in the regular season. I think if I had to pick one team for the Celtics to play, you know what I mean. I want to watch a series. It would be it would be Clippers Celtics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if I got to see one finals matchup against any team, it would be this one. Because I think this would be so much fun to watch. And I have Clippers in seven. Well, to, to that point, I, I, I kind of agree with you that I think the, the teams match up so similarly, it would be a, a, an exciting NBA finals to watch. Yeah. Um, which, and I do, I do like your analogy. Like, I, um, you have, and this is where I, I would rate it, right? I think Kawhi is a superstar, and I think Jalen is a star. Well, and I think no, but, but the thing you don't realize is that Jalen has better whatever third-year stats than Kawhi's third-year stats. Kawhi wasn't a great player five years ago. He wasn't. He made tremendous leaps in like the past four years, whatever it was. And like if you, Jalen is much better scoring and defensive and like rebounding and assist numbers than Kawhi did in his whatever third year. So that's what it's like. It's sim. It's similar, but it's like Jalen has like the upper hand, which yeah, is something no, that so people guess, just don't, you know what I mean? Realize. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess the only thing I would say that's different about Kawhi is I feel like Kawhi embraces the big playoff moments, where Jalen, I feel like hasn't yet put a team on his back and dominate and took over a game he's not really had the opportunity to but i guess that's fair he's also playing on a team with whatever three he's probably like a third star in a team right now yeah and, I, and I also think that he i, th- I think jalen does have that potential you know he's probably second favorite celtic on the team back um behind marcus i love jalen i've and i've become a 
more of a fan of him on and off the court throughout every single year that I watch him. But um, I, I do think you're right. I think the biggest difference is that Kawhi is much more of a defensive stopper. He's a top three defense defender in the league. But I think offensively, yeah. I mean, their actual games aren't extremely similar. It's just kind of like it's a fun analogy to make because Kawhi's big, big, big on the mid-range game. And Jalen's, I mean, Jalen is, but he, he can hit more threes, I think, and, is, and, and does more finishing. I think Kawhi probably has the best mid-range game in the league where um, – Compared to Jalen, I don't think that's really his number one strong suit. But um, I think there are similarities to be made. I think there's more similarities between Paul George and Tatum that have been made a lot, too. Uh, I would agree with that. But um, I'd love to see this. Now I want to hear who you have in your finals matchup. So I have Clip. Uh, I'm sorry. I have Lakers box as my finals. I have the Lakers winning in six. Lakers in six? Lakers in six. And... Uh, and I'll tell you, I, th- I think I'll tell you what's going to be the game changer. And I think that is, I don't know. When I think about all the matchups, I know I've been LeBron. I don't know who is going to guard Anthony Davis. I, I really don't. Be I honest. Mean, it's, yeah, but uh, I-, I-, I hear you. But I just think that Le- LeBron controls the ball so much. He's going to be able to drive to the net which is going to force the defense to collapse on LeBron, which is going to leave AD, I think, wide open for either a jump shot because he's going to be perched by the three-point line or he's going to be on the other side of the post. Uh, and can I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good uh, matchup because I, I, I think, I think honestly, I, I'm gonna be honest, I think Giannis kind of neutralizes AD a little bit and it kind of goes both ways because Giannis and AD are probably the top two defensive player of the year candidates. But I guess, and they're going to be I guarding guess, each other. And I think then you're going to have Chris Middleton, who's a great defender, 3-and-D guy on LeBron. I think that would be fun. That's, yeah, uh, so how, how tall is Chris Middleton? Um, I'll look that up for you right now. But I Because uh, I guess where I was going was I wasn't convinced that Giannis is automatically going to guard AD. I, I thought that Giannis may try to guard LeBron and or AD based on what's going on Chris in the Middleton game. is 6'7". I think LeBron's, what, 6'10"? LeBron's 6'9", I think. I'm pretty sure he's 6'9". So I I guess where I'm going is that I think LeBron is going to be able to – if Giannis is not on LeBron, then AD is going to get the touches. If Giannis is on AD, I think LeBron takes over the game. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. And so I I just think that, again, the Bucs are a step closer, but they're not quite ready to win a championship. I think the championship's definitely going to be won by the West. I think we both agree on that. Um, I think the West is deeper. That's what it has me excited about. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think a Milwaukee and Lakers play. I think Milwaukee's winning. Yeah, I I just don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was – I really, really like this episode. This is a really fun one and just different to do. Well, it's fun because it takes us off the top ten. It's uh, NBA focused, which we love, and the fact that these games are starting tomorrow is super, super exciting. You also I know for the next whatever month or so, and every episode we're going to mention how the series are going, even if it's not basketball related. I, I couldn't be like, agree oh, going more. Back on oh, my pick for this was bad. This pick was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that's what's going to make it fun, and I think Andrew's going to be excited for that too. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm. I don't know, I'm going to be honest with you. You had a pre- the the reason I had my dark horses, and is is really just because I, I think there there's dark horses in every single playoffs. 
You know what I mean if you did yeah. if, if 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 you went through every single playoff series and you did a poll with the majority of NBA fans, your teams, I think your 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 playoffs would have literally been to a T. You have both one seeds in the finals. You have the Lakers with LeBron and AD winning. You have Clippers Lakers and you have Celtics Milwaukee. It's like literally if you did a poll, I think everyone would agree with your bracket one hundred percent. Do you get what I'm saying? You have the most I think not yeah, basic I, I but most only- like. Like most real, like most understandable and realistic bracket. It's just, it's like when you're picking March Madness and you pick all the one seeds. You know what I mean? That's just how I see it in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, pick, I think it's, it's hard not to pick the higher seeds. Exactly, one in the I, pros. I, I, I 100% yeah. understand what you're saying. It's hard to do that because it's hard to have those Blazers going to the conference finals because they could lose in, in a sweep in the first round. You look like an absolute idiot. And to be honest, if there was a team that I was going to put a dark horse on, and you probably got this from my earlier comments, it was going to be the Mavs. And now I just oh, can't okay. justify. The, I can't justify the Mavs beating the Clippers. Yeah, but I am. They, I am. I was not. I'm not on the Mavs bandwagon. I'm not a fan. I think that's going to be an easy round for the Clippers. I think. Um, I think a lot of people might be picking that dark horse, and that's not one that I'm a fan of. Yeah, I, I just love Luca's game. I love the way he approaches the game. I love the way he distributes the ball. I love that he's not afraid of the big moment. Um, I just think he, he is such a superstar in the making. And um, I, I think also the, the thing that he's even talking about, was a big deal with the Knicks. And he's wait, wait, what was that Porzingis? Okay, yep. Porzingis was a big deal with the Knicks, and I feel like He's finally showing glimpses of the superstardom that he had in New York. Or was projected. And when he, yep. And he's playing well. He's hitting the three pointer just like he used to with the Knicks. Um, he's huge. I mean, I think he's seven three. Yeah, uh, seven two. Yep. So, uh, I mean, that that is a series that I'm really, really looking forward to. I just, I'm just interested to see how the Clippers guard him. Yeah, my my two dark horses obviously were Portland, Miami, both making it to the conference finals for each side. Um, some yep. other upsets I was interested in. I also thought something that I had my mind on was maybe an OKC beating Houston matchup. Yep. And I also thought maybe Indy could beat Miami, even though it's not an upset. I think in most people's eyes it is an upset, like not seeding wise, but in most people's eyes, I think people think the Heat are going to win. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I would that's agree another that. upset. I I I kind of had my eyes on. And I also kind of had my eyes on Utah for a little bit, but I had Denver to win in five. But I think they they might they can steal a couple games. That was just kind of kind of a wrap up of teams that I think could actually make some noise. But I'm happy with my bracket. It could definitely all go to crap. The Pacers could beat the Heat in five, and then the Portland Trailblazers could be out, and the Celtics lose to the 76ers, and my bracket's screwed. But that's the fun part about this. Well, I I, I like that you did that because I think that's what makes it fun, right? To put out predictions there, and if you get it wrong, who cares? It, the points you and made. If you I get it right, awesome. you seem like a genius. Um, well, there you go, and now you just memorialize. The, the only thing you got to make sure you do is make sure you post this tomorrow. Oh, I am. I'm posting it tomorrow. Yep, and I'm gonna go back to those. If the Trailblazers end up beating the Lakers, I'm gonna go back to those texts. Like it was before the Brooklyn game, before the um, the the Brooklyn game where they had to win, they had to win like um one game to get into the play and then another game to actually win the play. And I was like, Blazers are gonna beat the Nets, they're gonna beat the Grizzlies, and they're gonna beat the Lakers. I texted that to you, and I'm gonna take a screenshot of that text. Uh, I think you'll just take a screenshot of it, and I think you will be paying whatever dollar amount to get inside the bubble to watch that finals. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, that's great. All right. Well, this has been fun. I love I loved this podcast. I love the sports ones. I do get excited for those. I do miss Andrew. I'll, I want to get music. Andrew uh, You didn't drop enough EQ, but nice try. Yes. But, um, yeah, I think, um, oh, do we even have a tease? Yeah, we do. It's a top 10 TV shows, and that's going to be on video. I figured it out. Remember what we talked about if it's going to be able to get the video going? And we are on video, and it's going to be on our YouTube account at the Top 10 Everything Podcast. We'll put a link in the description of our Instagram page, which is also um, the Top 10 Everything Podcast. And you can find the title of our podcast in the description of our podcast. The, um, on the actual Apple Podcast, we'll put a little note about it for all you guys. So if you guys want to see our faces, see us actually talk to each other, I'd recommend watching the podcast there. Uh, I think it, it brings another element that I think the fans are going to love. And uh, I, I got to rewind a second. You know how we just did the, the top 10 iconic superheroes? Yep. I was mentioning how there was a Wonder Woman TV show back in the day. And I remember the woman's name is Linda Carter, was the one who played Wonder Woman. She was amazing. Okay. I couldn't, I couldn't remember it. I, I thought of it as I was mowing the lawn. All right, has have we uploaded superheroes yet? We have, right? Yeah, we did. Yes, that that's that is live. It's live. Yeah, how much on a one to ten basis? How much do I hate Aquaman? Eleven. Yes, good answer. He's the loser. Loser. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, this has been episode. I'm not really sure of the top ten everything. I am Gavin Croak, along with. I am Jeff Croak, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening.